Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five. We're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on. Yes, sir. Good morning, family. Stephen Langford on the pregame show, 95.7. The game. Leading up until 6 o'clock as the morning roast will take you until 10. We have a lot to get into today. Want to go around the world of baseball yesterday as both the Giants as well as the A's lost their respective games. The Giants losing to the Mets 6-2 to early on in the afternoon. And then the A's losing to the Chicago White Sox 3-2 to later on in the evening, but there are a couple of other cool stories to happen around the world of baseball that I do want to get to as well. A little later on in the program, we'll talk some football because there was a quarterback who spoke yesterday, and I'm sure you've heard this already if you're a big sports fan and you pay attention to everything that's coming through the timeline, but there is a certain quarterback out there who has given me a newfound appreciation for Jimmy Garoppolo and the way that he's handling this whole situation with Trey Lance and the 49ers. We will get to that. And, of course, the Draymond and Kevin Durant interview had to happen at 8 o'clock after my show. So after you've heard about it and heard about it and heard about it for the past day or so, get ready to hear about it again because I do have some thoughts on that. And Anthony Slater and Kalen Azabuki joined Damon Ratto and Kolsky yesterday and had some very interesting thoughts on uh, Draymond and his relationship with the Warriors. So we will get to all of that today. But I just got to start off this this hour here with one of the better plays that Brandon Crawford has made this season. Toward the middle. Crawford shows it right from the glove to Bryant covering. Wow. There's no way. Off the crack of the bat, I'm thinking one out first and third, and uh, Crawford goes on a spear, and how's he going to get it? He glove flips it over to Estella, and they get the force. 
And immediately this play starts going into the MVP chant. And at that time in the top of the ninth, he kept the game tied at one. It was a scary moment uh, for for Jake McGee as he came in. And uh, the Giants really used, what, like every single relief pitcher that they have. DeSclafani, of course, started out the game 1.1 innings pitch, one and a third. Then Jose Alvarez had to come in because he, uh, DeSclafani was feeling some discomfort within his ankle. But Alvarez, Jose Alvarez, yet again continues uh, to show that he has just been one of their better bullpen pitchers. Then they'd bring in Latell, Harleen Garcia, Dominic Leone. Tyler Rogers, Jake McGee, then following, of course, the blown save from McGee, who he gave up a run, Tony Watson and Tyler Chatwood, and Tyler Chatwood uh, giving up the home run to Kevin Pillar in the the 12th inning, excuse me. But it was overall a very long, drawn-out afternoon ball game. It's one where you could have watched it at the beginning and taken a nap in the middle of it and caught up toward the end, and that's when all the action was happening. Because, really, the Giants' bullpen was keeping a minute, but also the Giants' lineup wasn't doing anything to help the Giants' bullpen. The Giants' lineup was absolutely cold yesterday. Everybody in the third through ninth spot was hitless except for Alex Dickerson, who ended up going two for three on the game. But even Buster Posey, who pinch hit for Kurt Casale, couldn't get anything going. He struck out. Now he's struck out in what? Five of his last uh, six at-bats here, so not looking too great so far uh, for the past couple of games for Buster Posey. I'm sure he really needs that day off today. But that play from Brandon Crawford... Those are the plays that I don't think get noticed a lot by the fans nationally, and that's why we don't give him the appropriate recognition that he deserves. It's just one of those plays where it's helping save the game. It's helping him keep the Giants in it because, you know, Dominic Smith hit it right up the middle, and somehow he's able to make that diving grab, flip it over to second with his glove, and keep the game alive there. But that's just one of those plays, man, where at the time you're thinking, how in this moment has he just been so clutch? How every game has it felt like he's managed to help the Giants in some way? Whether it's getting a hit with two outs and just getting on base and possibly keeping a rally alive, or getting a crucial double play when it's absolutely needed, when someone you know leads off an inning with a single or leads off an inning with a walk with no outs and quickly you get two outs like that because of Brandon Crawford. How many times has he made those plays? And that's why... The MVP conversation is starting to heighten. That's why the Brandon Crawford MVP chants are going. But nevertheless, he didn't do it with his bat yesterday. And that's why he won't get the recognition for that play. Because if you're not doing it with the bat, then you're not going to get the headlines. But Gabe Kapler spoke after the game and talked about new giant Tyler Chatwood, who was called up from AAA after they just sent down Jay Jackson, uh, the 30-year-old reliever who was, you know, he had a couple of nice, uh, he had a couple of nice outings to start off. But then it seemed like hitters were starting to figure him out a little bit. But here's what Gabe Kapler had to say about Tyler Chatwood in the outing that he had last uh, yesterday. Chatwood, in that situation, did everything that we could ask him to do. Obviously, I think he'd like to have that sinker back that, that he threw a Pilar that ran middle in, 
or, or in and into a spot where Clark could get in the air like he did. But for the most part, what we're looking for from Chatwood there is to, to depend on his stuff. And his stuff was pretty good. Ball was coming out good. We saw some swings and misses. But you're right. Ideally, we'd like to find a, a softer landing spot for, for any of our, our new pitchers. Um, we we did everything we could, right? We got Wadi in there third day in a row, try to win the game. And um, as it got extended, we, we used every pitcher that we had available. And um, Chatwood was out there with, with the game on the line, and, and he gave us everything he had. And, and, and the lineup just couldn't get it done. And that's a situation where I don't blame Tyler Chatwood for coming in late in the ball game. And, you know... I've grown even even being one of those guys who who liked the runner on second. I thought it did speed up the game, but I do feel like at this point, and it's not just because the the Giants lost due to this, because there are plenty of other reasons. But I'm seeing it around baseball. I'm starting to realize just how ridiculous it is whether you know the 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 Giants win the A's win based off of this or the A's lose or the Giants lose based off of this because I've seen it on both sides I mean I watched the A's come back in a game against the San Diego Padres a couple of weeks ago where they only had two hits going into the ninth inning and they ended up tying things up and then they were able to get the lead back because of that runner on second so there's have been some positives and some negatives about it but man I don't that runner on second rule it's just it's so bothersome it's so tough for any reliever to come in mentally knowing that you have a runner on second and that's something I didn't take into account when I was when I first started I'm just thinking when this first started I was like oh it's gonna speed up the game we're no longer gonna have to wait till the 15th inning oh yeah extra innings is gonna go so quick but then when you have a game like this when you have exhausted all of your options and you go to the last possible option and he's a dude who has to go two winnings while also having to bat by the way it was just a mess and I I'm, I hope we get rid of it at some point but I am a little concerned though because I do think going into the playoffs and if McGee with his fourth blown save of the year if McGee struggles toward this, you know, this last home stretch of the season, this last uh, month and a quarter, if uh, a month and a quarter or so, whatever it is, because we well, we're in uh, we're at August nineteenth right now, so we got just about over a month left of baseball. And if McGee continues to struggle like this, I mean, what are they going to do with the closer role? The closer role is crucial in playoff games. You need a guy who's going to be able to do it. Like, for example, the A's, they needed Liam Hendricks last season, and now Liam Hendricks, playing for the Chicago White Sox, end up, ends up uh, pitching a couple innings and caying the last three in that game uh, to get out of it. And, you know, I mean, that must have been really tough for A's fans yesterday uh, after Lance Lynn gets ejected in the fourth inning, and uh, they just couldn't get anything going, even though they had runners on base and a ton of uh, guys left in scoring position. But you need that closer to go forward in the playoffs. That setup man and that closer, that boom, boom. That one, two, the pitching staff is so crucial getting to that point. And with Jake McGee, you know, it it just makes you wonder in a five game set, because the Mets have seen this team three times and they've seen Jake McGee in a five or seven game set. When you're playing these teams multiple times in a row, are you going to tell me that they're not going to be able to 
get a read on Jake McGee's fastball. They're not going to be able to time it after a couple of games. And I think that that's what you saw there because uh, the Mets have seen a healthy dose of Jake McGee in this series. In this last one, they just right off the bat hits Pete Alonzo and uh, then they get nothing but hits off of him after that. So, you know, it does make me a little nervous. I'm not going to lie whenever I do see outings like that. Uh, I know it's probably just reactionary, recency bias, whatever. But what I saw yesterday in that ninth inning, when it's crucial that he doesn't give up a run and ends up tying the game, they wouldn't have been in that situation. And somehow the uh, Giants would have had another improbable win had De Sclafani, uh, since De Sclafani came off the mound early on in the uh, or early on in the game after one and a third. Uh, but just to transition, I do want to just bring this up because this dude had pitched seven strong innings. In his win yesterday. And Shohei Otani, I don't know how this dude does it, but somehow, not only did he pitch eight strong, but he got his 40th home run of the season. Oh, Otani oh. got it! He got it! Number 40! A franchise record for left handed hitters, three to one Halos! Oh, Uncle! Shohei Otani, number 40! Seven incredible innings on the mound, and he just smashes a baseball a mile. And then he would still go on to pitch. He only gave up six hits, an earned run, and he struck out eight, and now he's pitching against the Detroit Tigers. But you know what matters is winning. And this is one of the best stories that we have seen in baseball for the past few seasons. You know, I mean, okay, maybe mm, you know, Randy Rosarena, what he was doing with the Rays in the in pretty much the entirety of the playoffs last season, that was pretty cool seeing a rookie do what Randy Rosarena was doing. But for someone like Shohei Otani, who is, you know, had so much weight on his shoulders, being the the next Babe Ruth, you know, being a hitter and a pitcher, and the fact that he's lived up to that. And set a franchise record there with 40 home runs, and we still got a month left to go in the season. And that he also that happened in the eighth inning after he just got seven strong, and then he went back out there to pitch again. Man, that was incredible. But look, the Angels are 61 61 on the season. They are fourth in the in the AL West, and really uh, the American League West right now has one of the better divisions in baseball. With the Astros leading at seventy and fifty, and the A's at sixty eight and fifty three, can be very interesting. Only two and a half games back of Houston as they got another matchup with the White Sox today, and then you got the Mariners at sixty five and fifty six. They're five and a half games back of Houston, so pretty tight there with the top three teams. And then you got the sixty one and sixty one Angels buried there in four fourth place, really with no shot of even making it, sniffing uh, the playoffs this year. Man, it's going to be one of the best regular season stories. Get Shohei Otani on a better team. Get him on a team that actually has some pitching besides him because he's the best pitcher and hitter they got, even though, you know, Mike Trout's been hurt, and I do understand that. But, man, it's just... 
it's it's great to see it, but it's also slightly disappointing because you know the stars are really made when it comes to uh, around playoff time. But nevertheless, 40 home runs, 40 home runs after pitching seven strong innings and then still going out there for the eighth. What a crazy night. Also, Freddie Freeman hitting for the cycle a second time. Only the second Braves, uh, only the second play, uh, only the second player in Atlanta Braves franchise history to do so, to hit for the cycle twice. So shout out to you, Freddie. Freeman. All right. Coming up next, want to get to something that gave me a newfound appreciation for Jimmy Garoppolo and the way that he's handling everything with the 49ers and Trey Lance. I'll get to that next. 888-957-9570. That's the text line and the phone number. Stephen Langford in on the pregame show. 95.7 The Game. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. We have the uh, sci-fi channel on the main TV, but with the sound down, I don't know why someone on here last night was watching the sci-fi channel, but right now they have the purge on, and I'm watching it with... No volume, and we are currently in the beginning of said purge. Ethan Hawke looks terrified but also confused, and his hair manages to remain slicked back while this dude is just talking into his house's camera right now. So that's what I'm seeing here at 520 in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Stephen Lightford in with you up until 6 o'clock. Now, I will get to the Draymond and Kevin Durant stuff because... I was teasing at the end of my show. I said I didn't know what benefit could come out of this for Draymond Green if you're going to have this conversation now. And lo and behold, when that video dropped at 8 o'clock and that first clip was posted all over social media, all of the Warrior fan base, I think, was yet again... Being very polarized when it came to uh, when it came to this whole situation, so we will get to that later on in the show. Uh, but yesterday, I saw this quote. I saw this quote, and we all know with the quarterback competitions what goes down. And personally, I've always think thought it was a little overlooked as to how um overlooked or I always thought it was a little overblown when these quarterbacks who are in situations like Garoppolo and uh, 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 Andy Dalton with Justin Fields, hell Ryan Fitzpatrick, any single anywhere he goes, um, you know any of these guys who are. You know, guys who are most likely going to be backups and just waiting for the rookie to take over as a starter. And you know, Garoppolo is in a little bit of a different, uh, uh, in a little bit of a different place than Andy Dalton. But 
This is something that I heard yesterday, and I'll read you the full quote, but here's what was making the rounds on social media yesterday when no one had the context to what was asked in the first place. But this is just a quick sound clip from Andy Dalton, who's now with Chicago Bears, Justin Fields, the rookie quarterback over there who had that game against the Dolphins. And if you watch that second half, they had a lot to get excited about, the Bears fans, that is. But Andy Dalton was asked about blocking out all the noise with the fans surrounding Justin or with the fans uh, talking about Justin Fields and this is what Andy Dalton said this was the quote that made the rounds like I've said before Justin's going to have his time and Justin's going to have a great career but right now it's, it's my time so right now it's my time and Andy Dalton was asked about it he was asked straight up what it's like with the noise, with all these Bears fans asking about Justin Fields and saying, you know, when's he going to start, all that stuff. And this is the entire quote. Quote, you can't focus on that. If you focus on that, then it's going to beat you down. I know who I am. I know who I was cre- created to be. I know where my identity lies. Do I want the fans behind me and this team and all that kind of stuff? Yes. Do I want them behind Justin? Absolutely I do. But that's not my focus. I can't focus on on all that right now. Like I said before, Justin's going to have his time and Justin's going to have a great career, but right now it's my time and so my focus is on being the best player I could be for this team and to do everything I can do to help this team win. And I saw this yesterday and I'm thinking, you know, Garoppolo has handled this just about as well as you can handle it as a as a quarterback who is still the starter with the rookie waiting behind him. I mean, he hasn't said anything controversial. He hasn't, you know, uh, said uh, anything like, oh, this is my job to lose or anything like that. He's been super supportive of Lance, and we all saw the picture after Lance threw that touchdown to Trent Sherfield. The first person who was going crazy on the sideline was Garoppolo with his helmet up, cheering and all. All that kind of stuff. But that being said, with Garoppolo, I do think that he plays the nice guy role really well. But I also think that if I want Garoppolo to be the starter week one, and he's going to be the starter week one, I kind of want Garoppolo to have this sort of mentality. Because I haven't really heard that too much from him. Now, granted... He's not going to say anything to the media. He, he, you know, he worked with Tom Brady for <laughs> for his tenure with the Patriots. Tom Brady taught him in those four years, like, hey, don't say anything to the media because the media is going to try and twist it any way they can, and they are going to come after you. And not only just the media, but the fans who are following that media. And that's exactly what ha- happened with Andy Dalton yesterday. But also. If he is going to be the starter going into the season, John Lynch has that confidence. Kyle Shanahan has that confidence. I want to see, I want to hear that confidence from Garoppolo, and we'll see what happens today. They're doing that joint practice. Uh, uh, they're they're doing that joint practice with the Chargers uh, today and tomorrow. So we're going to be getting reports on that, and I'm sure I'll be talking about it tomorrow morning whenever we actually have those practices happen. But I just want to hear Garoppolo have that conviction, like, hey. This is my team right now. Like I, I, I appreciate that you know Trey Lance is being as uh, as good as he can be as a rookie. 
you know, he's not he he is trying to take my job, but also we're working together in the quarterback room. But hey, this is my team. I'm the starter right now. No one's going to be able to take that away from me. I haven't heard that direct of a quote from Garoppolo yet. And if he's going to be my guy come week 1, need a little cockiness. Need a little bit of that dog. I want to sh- I want to I want him to show like hey, Going into this season, I'm going to be the one that you need to focus on. Lance is going to be great. No doubt Lance is going to be great. But this is something where I want you to look and see that I'm the starting quarterback. I'm the one that's under center. And I'm going to be the one that's trying to lead this team to where you want it to go. Like, that's what I need to hear from Garoppolo because now it's, you know, it's been, uh, it, it's been fun knowing that he was supposed to be the franchise guy in the past when they gave him that extension. And, you know, he's, he's, he's playing that, that card real well with the media where, you know, he, he just doesn't show much of his personality. And, you know, we saw it at the beginning of this season and I thought we were going to see maybe a new Garoppolo at the podium because the first couple of times he swore at the podium. And look, you don't hear that from Garoppolo. Like, he's very calculated with what he says. And the fact that he swore, I was thinking, oh, we're going to see a much looser Garoppolo. But really, I haven't seen that. And when I saw that from Andy Dalton yesterday, I'm thinking, okay, with the context of it, uh, that makes sense as to why he answered it in that fashion. But if you just look at that little quote without looking at any of the context, realizing that he was asked about the noise – then you think, well, what else is he supposed to say? I just want to hear Garoppolo answer a question with that much conviction. I don't know. That may be just me spitballing here, throwing out way too much to ask, but that's really what I want to see. Now, we do have a caller on the line, and I want to get to you at 888 if you want to call or text into the phone number. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Yes. What's your name? Where are you calling from? What's up, dude? Hey, you know what it is? Is that with Jimmy G, he's doing what, exactly what he needs to do. He's handling this with, with class and with grace. You know, he's doing the same thing that Joe Montana did when Steve Young was on his heels. The only thing he's going to say is Jimmy G's job or James Garoppolo's job is going out there and throwing touchdowns and winning games and playing with precision and accuracy. So keep doing what you're doing, Jimmy G, but go out there and, and, and answer the questions with your play. And now, and in the whole Bay Area, now you see what Draymond Green is really, was really all about. Now you see what I've been talking about this whole time and everything. So this is a guy that you want to bet your season on, a guy who doesn't show up night in and night out, who doesn't score points and everything. He's not a good leader. He's not a good example for the young players. And he's not a good mentor. And he would be a bench player on most other teams. And he's acting like he's LeBron James. But he doesn't have LeBron James skill set, and that's a big problem. And Steph Curry, you need to step up and, and do something about this because you're part of the problem as to why Kevin Durant got ran out of town. The dude didn't step up and put Draymond in check. Appreciate the phone call, Duriel. And that is my question going into this next segment with Draymond and Kevin Durant. Is anything going to happen? Like that's that's really what I want to know from you. That's what I want to ask the question from you at triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. That's the text line or the phone number. Is anything going to come from this? Is there going to be a possible trade? Is just is it just going to be business as usual? And there's still going to be pros because Anthony Slater, 
Golden State Warriors insider. He joined DRK yesterday, and he shared his thoughts about it. And from the five widows, screen these calls, man, for the love of God. You know, I can't do that. Can't do it when I'm doing a show by myself. (laughs) All right? (laughs) Like, I got to do it on the air. And if you call in, I'm not going to say, no, you can't come on. Like, that's not what I'm going to do. But I want to know from you at 888-957-9570, is anything going to happen uh, after that Draymond Green and Kevin Durant interview? But one thing, just to put a bow on this conversation, and the reason why I want to see that same conviction from Jimmy Garoppolo as I'm seeing from Andy Dalton, is that Garoppolo is much better than Andy Dalton. (laughs) And, and, And really... Like if you if you were giving me a situation where if you had to make me choose between the Bears and the 49ers and who I think w- should start week one out of Justin Fields or Trey Lance, even though I've been saying Trey Lance should I should have started week one anyway. I've been saying that ever since the draft, but really my choice would be if I had to pick between the two, I would think that Justin Fields would be that guy because Garoppolo is a much better quarterback than Andy Dalton. And I'm just saying I want to see that conviction right there. All right. 888 that's the text line and the phone number. I'm going to ask you again. After what happened with Draymond and KD yesterday, is there going to be any fallout? Or is it just going to be you know business as usual and we're just making it out to be way too much in the media? What do you think? 888-957-9570. I'll get to your calls. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Send your text next. Stephen Lankford on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. Good morning, everyone. Stephen Langford in with you. 
up until 6 o'clock. Had a fun first half hour on the show today. And I guarantee you, the second half, well, it's going to be a little polarizing because, you know, we are talking about Draymond Green and Kevin Durant. And there is some sound that I have here from Draymond with his appearance on the Adrian Wojnarowski podcast, The Woj Pod. And this was from back in October of 2019. And it seems that he's contradicted himself uh, with that interview yesterday. So we will get to that. But something that just popped up. So you know how college players are getting paid for, you know, their name, image, and likeness. So they can make some money. You know how all that's happening? Well, we've seen some deals already done. And it looks like there's another deal done for... Alabama, before we get to the Draymond Green stuff, I just have to mention this because I just saw this. This is pretty cool. Out of Alabama, Jaquincy McKinstry is his name, but his nickname is Kool-Aid McKinstry. He's a defensive back. He's a freshman defensive back. His nickname is Kool-Aid, and what did he do? He is officially signed with Kool-Aid, and has gotten a sponsorship with them based off of this name, image, and likeness deal uh, with college football. So, so now it's it, 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 we're seeing this photo. It's a photo of his arm with like a, a as if it's from Predator, and then the Kool Aid Man's arm, and them two give it a handshake. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's the coolest deal I've seen so far. We've seen it before. I think, didn't Khalil Mack get some sort of deal with, like, Mack Trucks or something like that? Uh, 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 What was it? Jake Butt getting a buttload of toilet paper at one time. (laughs) Getting a deal there done there. Uh, Forrest Lamp teaming up with a lamp company. We've seen some cool stuff before. But with a dude whose nickname is Kool-Aid McKinstry and getting a deal done with the company of Kool-Aid? That's pretty sick. That's pretty sweet. All right, just had to mention that because that just popped up across my timeline. All right, before we get to Draymond Green and the fallout from yesterday, and I want to know from you at 888-957-9570. That's the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in. What do you think is going to happen now, do you think things are just going to remain the same? We're going to be seeing Draymond in a Warriors uniform next season, and we're going to go as expected with Steph, Clay, Draymond, you know, Kavon Looney, and uh, and Andrew Wiggins as the starting five. Are we going to see that? Are the Warriors going to make some sort of move? What do you think? Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. But Joe on Highway Twenty Four was kind enough to call into the show. What's going on, Joe? Hey Steve, good morning. The, the the Draymond the Draymond thing, I think that's just old news. I don't think it's a big deal. I actually think that it, this has already been talked about. Do you think Draymond went on on a radio podcast without already informing Bob Myers and Steve Kerr? Hey, this is what I'm going to do. I mean, it's it. You know, you know what? It does I'm, seem it does seem it does seem possible. I will say that I'm not going to think like it's just no that that didn't happen at all. I could see that happening. Athletes yeah, do that. I actually think that I think Draymond Green is a smart man, and I, you know he knows who's feeding him right now. And I think he actually had to had to have a little conversation with Steve Kerr and or Bob Myers say, "Hey, this is going on." I mean, we're getting to see stuff that is. That happened a little while ago. 
you know, this this has already been talked about, and I actually think that, and well, of course, I don't know nothing. I'm just speculating. I'm talking to you like you're the bartender, and I'm the bar. You know, I'm I'm a, you're you're taking care of me at the bar right now, Steve. And I'm just talking. I got the ta- talking, I got the towel over my I got the ta- I got the towel over my shoulder right now, Joe. I'm like leaning on the bar and I'm yeah, listening. And yeah, and instead of me telling you how much my wife is working and she's not getting appreciated, my boss sucks, I want to talk sports. Right. Hey, so Draymond Green is the conversation. Do you actually think he's a smart man? Do you actually think he's going to go on a podcast, which he's trying to sell, which he's trying to get people to listen to? Who else would have KD on there? Do you think he's going to go up there and rip apart management, rip apart his head coach? No. Unless he knows he maybe he is going to get traded. Maybe Ben Ben Simmons is coming to town. I don't know. What what do I know? Well, can I talk real quick about Garoppolo? Yeah, of course. Thank you, Steve. Kenny Garoppolo played underneath Tom Brady. He knows what the deal is. Now there's trade lands. Do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is sitting there shaking in his boots? Because he already knows the business side of football. He knows Full and well, hey, what? Because we can sit there because we got social media, we got Twitter, we see everything. We want instant gratification. We saw him miss a couple passes in the Super Bowl, which prevented the 49ers from winning the championship. Or Nick Bosa getting held and he didn't call it when he was chasing down Patrick Mahomes. But anyway, he, Garoppolo already knows as soon as Trey Lance is ready, Trey Lance is going to be the quarterback of this team. That's just the way it is. That's football. Do you think Joe Montana shaking his boots when they brought in Steve Young? No. Joe Montana went on and had an MVP season. He played better. Look at and, and I'm a Raider fan. Yeah. I'll go back to Kenny Stabler at La Monica. They brought in Stabler. Stabler sat on the bench for three years. Stabler pretty much put the team and wanted to go back to Alabama and they had to go set a car for him. Mm-hmm. Okay? But but Stabler is a Hall of Famer. He was a better quarterback than 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 Carol LaMonica was. As soon as he was ready to play, he played. That's what Jeremy Garoppolo knows. He knows full and well that as soon as the 49ers coaching staff is 100% convinced that Trey Lance is going to take this team to victory, mm-hmm. Trey Lance is going to be a quarterback of this team. They wouldn't have traded all those draft picks for him without knowing that. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a dummy. He's also got a winning pedigree with this team. He also knows when he's healthy, when he plays, the 49ers win. He also knows that as soon as Trey Lance is ready, Bring the quarterback to this team. Hey, thanks a lot, Barkeep. Have a great day. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, thank you, Joe. That was great. Yeah, I guess that's what the, I guess that's what it is. It's a, it's a sometimes these phone calls can be somewhat of a venting session. Although I have seen those, you know, the I have I don't think I've had that relationship yet with a bartender. You know. To where, like, I'm, I'm, I'm telling him about my life's problems. Don't get me wrong. I've been to, you know, a bar on my own, eating some food, watch maybe a game or something on like a, like a Friday night when, you know, maybe I, some friends weren't hitting me up or something. I've definitely done that before. Uh, shout out to you, First Street Ale House over there in Livermore. But I don't think I've ever like talked to my bartender about my personal issues. You know, about my about whatever is going on in my life. I more talk to my barber in that sense, not necessarily the bartender. But, you know, I, I, we will actually you know what? I could circle around back to that Trey Lance comment, because really short and sweet before we get to this Draymond thing, because I do want to continue to talk about this. But short and sweet, I personally am still subscribing to the fact that I think Lance should be the starter, not because of this instant gratification thing, but because, in my opinion, 
I think Trey Lance gives you a better chance to win than Garoppolo, and I just don't. I don't buy it when people tell me that Garoppolo gives you the better chance to win. And using 2019 as the example, because I saw what happened in 2020 when he tried coming back after getting hurt, and he was incredibly tentative. So I just think that Lance, and you know Lance actually was on a couple of throws too. But look, we have two more weeks of preseason football. Not going to try to overreact to one of them, but hey. In these next couple of weeks, if he gives you something, if he shows you something, I think that could change a lot of people's minds. Uh, but let's go back to something there because I do think that's interesting what he uh, uh, what he talks about because he says that with Draymond, he said there's no way that he would have gone on this podcast, done this interview without consulting Kerr and Bob Myers about it. And I, I do think that I do think that there could be something to that, but it was the way he worded it. And I'll 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 try and you know I'll 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 replay the sound for you just in case you haven't heard it, even though I'm sure you already have. But with Draymond, he was on the Woj Pod, the Adrian Wojnarod, no Adrian Wojnarowski podcast in 2019, along with Bob Myers, and they were talking about this same situation. And by the way. Anyone who's saying, oh, go back and listen to uh, his, uh, go back and listen to his podcast with Kevin Durant, he said the same thing. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I remember listening to that podcast as soon as it came out, and I remember being excited. I remember thinking something like this was going to be said, but there was nothing to this degree of, oh, this was about. Me, me, me. I'm not going to take any advice from anyone. I'm the only one who can solve this. Like, there was none of that. So, miss me with that, bro. (laughs) Oh, man, I just went full Guido. Uh, But this is what Draymond said back with the Adrian Wojnarowski podcast with Bob Myers. I just had to accept the fact that I was wrong. And... Once I was able to get over my stubbornness and accept the fact that I was wrong, I was able to move on. But it's like one of those things in life that, like, you hold on to this one thing and they tell you you need therapy and you're like, oh, I'm fighting. Like, I don't need no therapy. I can do it on my own. And, like, that one thing holds you back from whatever it is you're trying to reach. I had to just have a, like, deep talk with myself and, like, you were wrong. And what they did was actually the right thing. Do I think it could have been handled better? I think there was other ways to handle it, but nonetheless, something had to happen. Okay, so that was in 2019, and this is the main clip for yesterday for me that 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 struck me as a little contradictory. When we landed back from L.A., I sat in a Hazel was sitting in the car for an hour and 45 minutes. They pulled me in that room at Signature for an hour and 45 minutes, and they tried to tell me. You need to apologize. And I told them, I'll talk to Kay, but y'all aren't going to tell me what I need to say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they went on for an hour and 45 minutes talking, saying a bunch of bull****. And ultimately, they realized, all right, we're not getting through to him. We're going to try again in the morning. And so we met the next morning, and they said, all right, you slept on it. You ready to apologize? And I told them right then and there, I said, y'all about to this up. I said, the only person that can make this right is me and Kay. And there's nothing that y'all can do, and y'all are going to f*** this up. And in my opinion, they f***ed it up. I think so, too. And 
They told me right then and there, like, we're going to suspend you for this game. I laughed in their face, literally laughed in their face. And Bob said to me, he said, uh, wow, that was not the reaction I was looking for or expecting. And I said, well, either I'm going to laugh in your face or I'm going to cuss you the f*** up. So you pick, I'm going to choose laugh. So I, I think what you're doing is funny, and so I'm going to laugh. And so it's interesting to hear you say essentially the same thing that I told them that day. See, like that's why we were all so taken aback by it, because it's just the thing that gets me is, look, we work in the media, okay? We work in the radio business. If Draymond is going to speak... If he's going to say something about this Clippers incident, do you really think that we're not going to be on top of it? Like everyone is saying, oh, Dray- Dray- Draymond said this before. This is nothing new. Like, no, this is entirely new. We, we, what do you think we do? Like, our whole job is to try and pay attention to this stuff. <laughs> like, there hasn't been anything that's said like this before. And when I'm hearing that, I'm just thinking, like, damn. <laughs> you know? And... And and I also I give Draymond a lot of credit because I don't know if I'd be acting the same way if I was getting paid eight figures. Like, that's what goes into this is the money aspect to me. And they still gave him that contract extension afterwards. I mean, it's just the the the, the contradiction. I, I'm just I'm taken aback by it. And, and I want to know from you still at AAA nine five seven nine five seven zero. I'm going to get to the callers here. But do you think anything is going to come of this or do you think it's going to uh, just be business as usual? And this is just another athlete going on a podcast because um, athletes and, and rightfully so uh, have platforms to speak how they want to speak. And that's that's great, in my opinion. Uh, but from the where is it from the 408, as long as long as Steph has Draymond's back, seems like no one can stop Draymond. But if that's not the case, then he's gone. We still need to wait to hear that from the 415. Yeah, Dre's still going to be a warrior because Warriors management is too scared to do crap about Dre. From the 510, I need to have what these callers are having, screaming before 6 a.m. Look, man, when you're... You know, I'll assume if you have that much energy, you've probably been awake for a lot of the day because you have... Uh, you know, an overnight job, a graveyard shift. I, I understand that. I get that. I mean, hell, I've been hyped up in coming in here, and I wake up a couple hours before the show. And also from okay, so we got that one. I just uh, uh, from the six two eight. He should be traded. He shows. He doesn't respect the dubs, has no integrity, and has no respect for current management. He thinks way too highly of himself. Bring him to Detroit. Now, that's what for me was the most interesting thing about it is I think that after all of everything that he did with the post game and uh, with the post game uh, last season when he's just calling out every single fan I think that and, and this is just my thought but that it's gotten to him on social media and he's realized that there are a lot of you know so to speak, armchair quarterbacks, for lack of a better term. And in my opinion, it feels like us as fans, the fact that we've just talked so much crap about him, about something that he's doing in his sport, like after the Spurs game, when he just hawked it up there like he was Carlton and Fresh Prince trying to take over when Will Smith is scoring all the points. Maybe the outrage that the outrage that's shown on social media. Maybe the fans had lost him, and he knew, or and he knew that 
whatever the reaction was going to be this be to this, it's probably not going to be a good one. But what this just shows is, man, he really just doesn't care. <laughs> like, like he really doesn't care at all, does he? Like, like, and I, I kind of respect that. I do, but also hearing that, it's just like, damn. You know? All right, triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. What is your name and where are you calling from? I got you on the line. Just start talking and if I don't respond to you, then that probably means it's not you. What's going on? What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm Dave and I'm calling from the Bay Bridge. Dave in the Bay Bridge. What's going on, man? What do you want to say, Dave? Well, I'll, I'll, t- I'll make a statement about Draymond, but I really want to talk about Jimmy and Trey. I think with the Draymond <laughs> thing is Bob Myers doesn't have to do anything because karma is coming out by itself. Everybody's calling out Draymond for him, so he doesn't have to say anything. When it comes to the players, though, Draymond is losing credibility. So that's the only thing that you would have to really look at, being the player that Draymond is and what you pay him for. Mm -hmm. Does he lose credibility with the youngsters, and does he lose credibility with the players that have been there? Because that's going to be the problem. Because he's going to be looked at the guy that's full of, you know, garbage. Right. So that's, that's <laughs> way to censor your, yourself there, Dave. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then when you talk about Jimmy and Trey, my whole opinion on this whole situation uh-huh. is Jimmy has started 32 games. He has 45 turnovers in those 32 games. That's one, it's almost one and a half turnovers a game. If I'm going to pick between two guys, Jimmy still makes his mistakes. Trey is going to make rookie mistakes, but Trey is the guy that's going to make up for that mistake way quicker because of his talent. So I'm going with Trey, and Kyle is doing his whole team a disservice by not giving him enough time with the ones to see if he's worth it to throw out there game one. That's all I got. Interesting, Dave, and, and and I respect that sentiment. But I will say this, and and you know, I'm again, you know, I'm more on your side with this one. Like I've, you know, I'm on the Trey Lance train there. I'm on the hype, but also it can't go unnoticed that a lot of those turnovers, um, a lot of those interceptions, they weren't necessarily in dire situations. And he did. Uh, do you remember that in 2019? That was. One of the crazier parts of that season was just not how well the defense was playing, but it felt like after every single interception that Jimmy threw, he would come back and score a touchdown on the following drive. Now, it's so hard to replicate that, but um, and so I agree with you. The 45 turnovers, they can't go overlooked. Uh, but he did come back from the a majority of the time in 2019. wasn't really the same in 2020 because he was hurt a majority of the time. And Would that be the same in 2021? Yeah. I'd be skeptical. All right. Got another caller on the line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is what happens when you don't have a call screener. No, no problems. Charlie from New York City. Charlie from New York City. How you doing, Charlie? It's been a while. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? I just wanted to add my two cents in about the Draymond thing. I completely agree with you. That, that, That whole interview was filled with contradictions. I don't understand why Dre... Well, listen, KD had even said that he was gone, pretty much, and that the only reason he had come back was for the three-peat. And and I don't understand why, how it was Kerr and Myers' fault when Dre said to them, listen, I'm going to talk to Kay my way. You can't make me apologize or you can't make me do anything, blah, blah, blah. So I'm... This... 
blows my mind the the, the level of uh, I don't want to want to say immaturity. Yeah. But, but that being said, uh, going forward, I'm fearful that Lacob and these guys because they have this uh, uh, in fact a love affair with Draymond. Mm. And he has an extended leash. What I would do, and I felt like this even prior to, I, uh, I'll, I'll make it short. The, the Warriors had two paths, basically. They either packaged a bunch of players and draft picks and get a Beal or whomever and win now. Or, as what appears to be doing, get the youth movement going mm-hmm. and go forward. Draymond is a 31, 30, 31-year-old player, and his body's 36, 37. His performance the last few years have been diminished. He's a turnover machine some of the time or a lot of the time this off the court behavior doesn't justify him staying on if they're going with this youth movement i would do uh, if i'm like a, i would try to get some kind of package and 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 get a ben simmons in or something else he, he in a couple of years he will be a completely broken down player and all this off the court stuff isn't worth it uh, he, he 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 has worn out his welcome, in my opinion. But like I just said, I I, I Lake of they they have this love affair with him, and he has an extended leash for whatever reason, and his performance on the court doesn't justify that. But we'll see going forward. I think they're just going to sweep it under the rug, in my opinion. I appreciate the phone call, Charlie. Yeah, you know, and and that's essentially that's essentially what Anthony Slater said yesterday on DRK. Here's what Anthony Slater, Golden State Warriors insider, had to say. Honestly, you know, it's just talking to Steve Kerr a bunch last year. His and Draymond's relationship, I thought last season was in about as healthy and good a place as it's been. You know, in the Olympics too. I mean, you know, he was down there with both those guys, and you know, Steve Kerr was as defensive of Draymond Green last season and what he brings to a team that he's ever been. And I'm talking, you know, on the record, on radio with you guys, or even off of it. So as long as Draymond keeps producing, and really, you know, the the key here underlying it, as long as Draymond Green has Steph Curry in his corner, and he does, Draymond Green's pretty safe, I think, with the Warriors. To me, Draymond Green's future with the Warriors is dependent on Draymond Green on the court, purely. Uh, If they were going to trade Draymond Green because they're worried he might say something controversial, they should have traded him a long time ago, essentially. You know what? And and the thing that I took away from this yesterday, taking KD and Draymond even out of it, was that I am, you know, I'm glad, like, if Myers and Kerr didn't try to say anything, if they didn't try to do something to help fix it, then I'd be looking at them way different on the other side of the spectrum. Like, that's, you know, this whole thing is just so back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I heard that, and I'm just, you know, and everyone's relating it to themselves, and I'm seeing all these callers, the reaction, and saying, like, oh, I would have done the same thing because I tend to speak my mind. Well, it's like, yeah, but you're not getting paid eight figures, <laughs> like, you know? Like, eventually, you, I don't know if you would cuss out or threaten to cuss or laugh in the face of the person that is paying. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.